Ready, set, game cast. Shut up and sit down. Welcome to Ready Set Gamecast, a bi-weekly podcast about video games and cooking. I'm Bryce, and I'm joined by the sous chef, Darian. Hello! And the master chief, Teddy Chinaris. Am I John, or am I a chef? You'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> So, Teddy, what gaming-inspired dish are you making for us today? It's called Super Mario Odyssey Cereal. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it! You go to the store, right? Well, step one, you go to the store. Okay. And you, for me, it would be Kroger. For you, it's somewhere different depending on where you live. I mean, it could be Walmart. I mean, that's just, like, pretty general. It's, like, everywhere. And then... Maybe they have it, maybe they don't. <laughs> Hopefully you get lucky, and they have the Super Mario Odyssey cereal. And you pick it up, you check out, and then you drive home. I'll, I'll tell you what you do with it later. Okay. <laughs> throughout, throughout the podcast, Teddy will be updating you on, on how to prepare this dish. Uh, okay, so a small note. Um, due to some scheduling issues, uh, we will now be changing things up uh, instead of recording on Sundays we're recording on Mondays and because of editing we won't be able to get it out till Fridays so if you're wondering why is the podcast not out Tuesday morning it won't be anymore it'll be out Friday morning and it's probably going to be shorter because Monday night is the night I do schoolwork that's due on Tuesday and I have eight assignments <laughs> that I'm going to do right after this and math is terrible yeah, we'll be we'll be only giving you, you the that. best news. None of that none of that half-ass news. Uh but Darren, what have you been playing? This week I've been playing League of Legends. Um no. since last we recorded, uh the new season started, season 8 I think. Um, and I played my placements. I was placed Silver 3, which is way better than I was expecting. So that's awesome. Now I gotta be on gold, or I gotta climb to gold. But um, and then PUBG. I've been playing Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Um, I replayed Edith Finch because Bryce and I are supposed to be doing a bod- podcast discussing that. Bryce Do, is okay. supposed to be doing a podcast right now, but instead he decided to pull out a McDonald's burger. Let me. Let, I, that out is of McDonald's, nowhere. right? It looks I've like been McDonald's. Sitting with Bryce for like. 45 minutes at this point and at no time did he leave for enough time to go and get that so how long has that been sitting out Bryce? it's been sitting here since i got home and then i made a huge ass of myself when i was planning to eat it so then i couldn't eat it because i'm an idiot so now he is uh eating a burger what what kind of burger is it it is a mcdouble i have okay that's fine i could have told you that well, you should have gotten you never eaten a, a mcdonald's Mac. Big Mac's the jam. I have four McDoubles and two McChickens. <laughs> what the shit? And I've Why? already I've already eaten two McDoubles and one McChicken before, and then I went back for more food. What? How, why? How do you? He's a where, monster. Where does it go? Into my tummy. 
<laughs> I legit am trying to eat so much less, and I only eat like I don't eat that much anymore, and I'm getting fatter <laughs> the less I eat. Okay, Darian, what video games works. have you been playing? <laughs> I won't eat anymore. She I was saying she was in the middle of PUBG, right? Uh, player unknown. Did you go past Finch. that? I said yeah, Edith Edith Finch. Finch, yeah. Um, and I've also been playing, finally, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Game sucks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I want to get people's reaction. Since since you have heard about it in the game of the year talks, and I'm sure you you've said you've had lots of people kind of talk to you about it. What is your impression of the game so far? Uh, there's a lot of stuff to do. A lot intriguing. of stuff to do. Um, cooking is hard. <laughs> It's well, really cooking jingle, dumb. Though, makes you happy. Um, the whole stamina thing is ma- makes the game rough. Just um, put, put all your points in stamina. That's what I did until I was going after that master sword. Everything in stamina. Well, I'm not doing that. I'm focusing more on health capsules or heart capsules. Yeah. Um, I did I got more my first of the divine focus beast. on stamina, but I still did some health. I mean, you get enough fairies. I'm alternating. Like you get, balance, you, know? you, you get fairies and, and stuff like that. Like health is not an issue. Plus, if you die, like health is an issue for me. I've literally died more times than hours I've put in the game. So I'm still enjoying it. Like I haven't quit yet. I, it's health not causing is an me to rage quit. For me too. Heart problems are genetic. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> not really. Like not yet. But you know, down the down the road. Anyways, okay. That's what I have to look forward to, <laughs> Teddy. <laughs> anyway it's a lot of fun though it's really pretty um i keep getting lost (laughs) when i'm trying to do stuff and that's how i stumbled upon getting a divine beast (laughs) i didn't mean to i was trying to go get like a shrine or something and i ran into my zora or azora and i was like okay and then it was like Every time I got to somewhere, they're like, go, do the thing, go there. And I'm like, why? I'm that, like, what do you want from me? That's fish dude, right? It's Ruta. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. Zora's the fish people. Yeah, the, yeah. The Ruta's fish guy the has, elephant. Fish guy had like the whole like group of people looking for you, whereas everybody, the other divine beasts, you kind of like have to seek them out. Yeah. I, so I accidentally got my first divine beast, which is pretty nice. <laughs> uh, what what's that power again? I'm... It revives you and gives you oh, extra yeah. temporary hearts. Yeah, that that one's that one's helpful. The bird one is helpful. The other two, meh. Like uh, there was the the one electricity one where you can kind of charge it up and it'll kind of electrocute everything nearby. But that's only I don't really... know anything about the other divine beasts except that you either. kept saying, "Hey, spoilers!" Go get the bird one. <laughs> well, it's just it's just a a gameplay mechanic. It's not a story mechanic unless you really care of like, ooh, what's the deal? But yeah, I totally recommend. I, I have always said that I think gameplay mechanics spoiling a gameplay mechanic that like like an item that you get in the future of like Zelda or something like that is way more of a spoiler than spoiling the story. Because the story doesn't matter, and the gameplay is like what you play the game for. Wow, you were like something that, like a divine beast, is something that you get that like changes how you play the game, right? I don't care. Like Ganon kills, you know, he's evil. I don't know. I I mean, Zelda's there. Oh my god, are all the divine beasts that hard to unlock? I mean, they're all the same, but like, um, 
because you have the powers, they'll be easier. There was there was one uh, power that I used the or one divine beast that I used the bird power to just cheat, cheat one of the puzzles. I was like, bam. and and what's cool about Zelda is you can cheat a lot of puzzles. Like there was there was one puzzle that I had to. <laughs> there was a motion control puzzle that I just flipped it and yeah. bounced a ball into. That, that's so how every, everyone says is the solution. Is like flip it. I have not seen a single. Like, I remember this watching is somebody do that. Stupid, and I was getting mad, and I was just like, Ugh! I was like, I turned motion controls off for a reason. This is bullshit. Yeah, that's, that is but that I is how it. everybody I, does I it. Won. Uh, but but yeah, like there was a divine beast or whatever where you have to like get a metal thing into the right slot because it's all executed. But I saw one dude, he just dropped all of his metal weapons, and because that's all conductive, he just l- laid a path to complete the circuit. Instead, instead of doing it the obvious oh, way. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, the, the the cool thing of the mechanics work so cool together that you can solve puzzles in really creative ways. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what you think of that game in the future. But Teddy, you've played video games. <clears throat> I have, but the way this math homework is going, I'm gonna be playing a lot less video games in the future. But <clears throat> this last like two weeks, I played. Let's start off with like chronological order. Still played some Heroes of the Storm, like that I was talking about um, last time. I played like a little bit at the beginning of the last two weeks, um, and then I I had to leave to go to a wedding in Alabama. And when I came back, I haven't I haven't played since just because I got out of the routine of like playing every night, <clears throat> and uh, still playing Fortnite every now and then. These days on streams, I'll start off with Fortnite. I'll play like thirty minutes. I won't do anything. Like, I'll just fail. And I'll be like, all right, let's switch. (laughs) Like, I'll just start off, play 30 minutes. Last time, I switched games because I ran into a room. There was a trap on the ceiling. It came down and killed me. I just closed the application (laughs) and opened Overwatch. Done. I was like, all right. Um, I played XCOM 2 on stream for a while. And then then I... uh, that was the game that the chat and everyone voted for me to like commit to beat, right? And then I decided I don't like that game. As somebody who likes like Fire Emblem and strategy stuff, I thought I would really enjoy it. And the combat, I do. I didn't realize how much other like ship management there is in between every mission. Like, you have to go through, like, 30 minutes of all this crap to get to another combat mission. It's crazy. Like, no one no one told me this, and I don't think any of the ship management stuff is fun. But, I like, <clears throat> I only played, like, six hours, I guess, six to eight hours. <clears throat> so I'm not, like, I guess I shouldn't say, but, like, really, it should, it should be fun within, like, the first hour. Um, I played Monster <laughs> Hunter World. That came out. I only played it for like one night, though. I haven't been able to go back just because I've been busy. I played it, I think, Friday night. And then Saturday, I played like Fortnite and Overwatch. And then yesterday, I didn't play anything. And now I'm doing this. Um, So uh, Monster Hunter World is weird because on paper, that is a game that should be exactly for me like it's a destiny world of warcraft gear loop like it's exactly that but with unique bosses like unique monsters you got to team up with your friends to kill the really hard ones it's like a game that should exactly be for me but it's just like i tried it on 3ds and it was really obtuse and convoluted and i didn't really like it that much um but i was like going into this one knowing that so i was like okay 
I'll give it a little more of a shot, and maybe I'll like it. So far, I'm having fun with it, and I want to keep playing. So, uh, definitely like it better than I thought. And I also played the Sea of Thieves closed beta. That game is hilarious and a lot of fun with friends. I'm still not sure how I'm going to feel about it uh, when it fully comes out, but I'm getting it for cheaper because of the news that we have later, so that doesn't matter as much. Um, and today... Well, I want to talk... Um, so I've seen... I haven't played that myself. I'm not in the beta, but I've been seeing people play that. Yeah. And the multiplayer aspects look really fun, like the having the four-player ship with yeah. everybody having the job looks so fun, but... The I've I've heard concerns and and from my understanding like it's not that fun by yourself especially yeah. because like other players are roll up and and you'll get your ass kicked really quick and yeah. I I realize it's the beta and there's only like three missions but like I can see the mission aspect getting boring really quick so I'm not sure how much legs that unless there's other mechanics some sort of end game to that unless experience. they legitimately have like right now all the stuff that you can get in the beta is like outfits right it, unless they have at the end where like the voyage is like for gold you can buy like an actual better gun that like holds more bullets and stuff like that like if you can if there's actual upgrades at the end of the 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 you know gameplay loop of going on the voyages then there'll be re they need to give you a reason to do the voyages right well, like incentive I, I, i've seen people being able to unlock uh gold shovels and gold compasses and i think i saw somebody get a a silver pail which i assume is better and not just co cosmetic if there's even like slight reasons to to do the voyages then people will still play because the voyages are very creative and and fun to do with friends but once you have that stuff do you, is it are you done? Is that? I mean, there's gonna be a lot of voyages. That's okay. what I'm saying, and they're probably gonna set the price of that stuff really high. Uh, my, um, it looks a lot of fun if you have a crew, if you have yeah three friends to play with. But I'm just like, if that's if that, I I can totally see that game being really fun for two weeks, and then like Destiny, it's gonna Destiny syndrome is what I'm gonna refer to that thing. Well, Destiny two of like everybody plays right away. And then they put it down. Uh, all right, sure, sure. I, I could totally I'll, see I'll that. I'll kind of give you that one, kind of. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, that's how I feel like I'm gonna play it. But um, yeah, it's fun. I didn't expect it to be really fun solo. Like I knew going into it that it was going to be a squad game. So I was like, I don't know. Um, and today, because last night I was being irresponsible with my money again. And I oh, went no. on <laughs> Nintendo eShop and I bought Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle because the only thing that XCOM 2 made me want to do was play that game. Because that game's like apparently way less of the bullshit and like more to the, the combat stuff. Um, like the running around bits is like not super fun in uh, Mario Plus Rabbids, but apparently it's like pretty, pretty quick. Um, and it's on sale. And the sale lasted until, like, Friday. So I was like, I, I need to just get it while it's, like, $20 cheaper. And um, I bought Celeste, which is this 2D platformer that apparently has a really, really charming story, has really good music, it controls super well, it's very difficult. Um, it's IGN's first 10 out of 10 review of the year uh, for games. And, I was, and it was 20 bucks. I was like, all right. And I also downloaded Project Octopath Traveler demo. 
um, which is free. So I played a little bit of Celeste, and it's really, really good so far. Uh, I'll let you know what I think about that next show. Um, I have played what I've been super busy with non-gaming stuff uh, the last two weeks, uh, creating podcasts and editing podcasts and stuff. Uh, but in preparation for a podcast that I slept through, which we'll reschedule for another day. You uh, slept through a we, podcast. We were gonna, we were going to record a uh, narrative adventure last Friday, but I kind of had a headache, and uh, I didn't know when exactly we were gonna start. So I was like, I'm gonna go take a nap, and then, like, by the time I woke up, Darren was like, I need to go to bed now. So that didn't happen. Yeah, but I, he uh, had a geez. rough week though, so I wasn't like upset or anything. Yeah, I worked two eleven-hour days without breaks. It was not fun. But I did a replay of What Remains of Edith Finch, and honestly, I wish I did that sooner because knowing where the story goes, like, you notice so many, like, foreshadowing and, and really cool things um, that that I kind of was like, oh, that's totally setting up that thing later, and that's doing that, like, so many things that I don't, I never picked up the first time. And also, there was somebody in my chat who was, uh, I, I streamed it. And they uh, kind of, I guess they looked into uh, the game a little bit more and it was like, oh, that one person probably died from this. Like, they kind of pulled back the curtain more than the game does and it was, was kind of cool. They're like, oh, that would totally make sense. So if if you have played What Remains of Edith Finch and you loved it, replay it because the, the second time around, you see so many things you didn't notice the first time. It's very cool. But some point in the next month or so, You'll get a full podcast about that video game whenever whenever the nice. time comes. But let's get into the news. Uh, speaking of Destiny 2, um, Ted, Ted, whenever there's big Destiny 2 news, <laughs> I like to put it in. I, I, I feel like people want to hear Teddy's expert opinion. So give me your expert opinion about the big update yeah. of 2018. Expert opinion. Well, hold up. Big the first big update of 2018. Okay, so my expert opinion is that um, the okay. I don't. Let's. We're not going to talk about the article that's in here. We're going to talk about the this week at Bungie, which is the source material that this article is about. Um, the TWAB this week was really good. It was a lot better than last week's TWAB, which was like um, I think it was Josh Hamrick uh, last week's TWAB or two weeks ago now, was at the end of the TWAB, he literally had a thing that was like, and our sandbox team is, is really, uh, we're really working hard to provide like the best things for you. It's, it, was, it was a well-intentioned thing, but it sounded very um, condescending. Like it sounded like he, he didn't read the tone of the room, which right now, if you guys don't know, the, the tone of the room for the Destiny community is real bad. <laughs> it's not good. Um, so that wasn't great. But this week, legit, like, it's super good. They, they were very clear. They're like, this is coming the 30th. We're talking about what's coming after this. Like, um, the Iron Banner changes are really good. Let me actually pull up the article here. Um, the Iron Banner armor, by the way. Whoo! The Iron Banner ornament armor looks fantastic. Like, so ornaments just change, like, a set of, like, you'll have a helmet. If you put an ornament on it, it changes how it looks a little bit. So it's already, like, kind of, like, samurai sort of themed, 
right? But if you put the ornament on, specifically a Titan, which is what I made, it looks so good. And um, so that's good. Let's see here. So June uh, or the 30th, June, January 30th is the, it's, the main update is Iron Banner's coming out, but that's not really too much of an update. The main update is the raid rewards and the new raid mods that you're going to get. So <clears throat> you can now... Oh, and also Masterwork Armor, which was a big thing for uh, Legendary Weapons that added a good chase for hardcore players. Um, so the Masterwork Armor is coming on the 30th, which is really, really good. That's going to give people something to chase for. And now there are raid mods. So they gave an example called Emperor's Blaze. <clears throat> while on the leviathan your solar abilities deal 25 percent more damage so that's the leviathan raid and the eater of worlds raid layer <clears throat> it works on both and then they also have a void one and an arc one which we assume does the exact same thing uh 25 more damage is a big deal that's like a good thing for the leviathan raid especially for um solar like there for those of you who don't know there's a helmet called the celestial nighthawk which turns your golden gun ability, which is usually like three shots, into one shot that's really, really powerful. So if you combine the golden gun, the Celestial Nighthawk, with this, 25% more damage, that's going to hit real hard. A whole team of that? Like, stuff like that is what we want. We want new things to try out. Um, so let's see what else. Every raid encounter is now going to drop something. Uh... The raid vendor, Benedict, is going to sell uh, rotating gear every week, I believe. Um, there's a new exotic raid ghost, which is going to drop, and they said it was more at the rarity of the Nano Phoenix ship from Wrath of the Machine, which was the ship that dropped on Axis. <clears throat> now we're getting super into the weeds. The ship in Destiny 1 from Rise of Iron that dropped on Axis in Wrath of the Machine on hard mode. And it was very rare, uh, but it looked dope uh but i ran that raid like 20 something times and i never i never saw it drop for anyone like in my group i never saw it drop um so they said it's gonna be more along the lines of that but a little you know with more of a chance um so all in all uh they also said they're evaluating shaders yeah yeah they said they're evaluating shaders which i'm somebody who still thinks the shader system really needs to be changed um so they said they're evaluating that. They're thinking about it. Maybe even they could go back to Destiny 1, how those shaders work. Um, and that's pretty much it. So the raid rewards are going to be much better. The actual mods are going to make an impact. So you're going to want to run the raid to get the mods. Uh, you're going to want to run the raid to get Masterwork raid armor as well, because Masterworks is something you want to chase. And the exotic ghost is pretty dope. Also, uh, stay tuned Wednesday, which... Um, yeah, this upcoming Wednesday is they're going to release the second part of the uh, comic, the web comic that they're doing. So, a lot the of Wednesday good stuff on the Destiny the front. podcast comes out. I, I believe it's uh, Wednesday the thirty first, January thirty first. So okay, so uh, two after. days ago, look yeah. out for yeah, it's already yeah. out. So it'll already be out. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so go check yeah, it. it's a lot of good news. A lot of people are like, this is going to bring players back. No, it's, it's really not, um, which is fine. I think th this is for the people still playing. This is for um, people like me who I want to run the raids. So now if I go back and maybe can manage to get people together, then, then it's like, hey, guys, there's actual reasons. Like, it's you'll get cool shit, right? Um, 
So they really need to be making changes like these constantly for the next year. They need to be making changes like this. Like this is a really good small first step. Um, but if they keep the communication up like they've been doing, um, Deej and his team has been, have been doing a great job. Christopher, Christopher Barrett is great at uh, communicating what needs to be said in a great manner. Um, I'm telling you, Destiny 2 is going to look a whole lot different this time next year, for sure. And the community. Are they ever going to get to the point where Destiny 1 is now? Eventually. <laughs> Eventually. Maybe. Eventually. Eventually we'll have, you know, stuff that we already have in Destiny 1. <laughs> like private games. Okay. Uh, thank you for our uh, Destiny 2 expert. Uh, do, do you have any uh, tips on that uh, recipe we were working on? Uh, yeah, so <clears throat> you need to get a bowl out of the pantry now, right? Okay. And Wait, what if I didn't get a bowl of, or a box of cereal? Well, that was that was definitely part of the recipe. That was like the main ingredient. My store didn't have it. Oh, okay. Well, drive to the next Walmart and hope. <laughs> All right. Just Gosh, keep fingers. up. The, keep up the hunt, man. It's important. It's very important. So you get a bowl out from your pantry. You put a spoon in there, and then you get the box off of the um, off of the thing. You set the box right next to it. You open up the box. Open the bag. Stay tuned for the next step later on. Okay. Well, <laughs> while we wait on that, we're going to shoot over to our player unknown battlegrounds expert, Darian, because we've got two two pieces of news uh, for her to talk about. Why don't, why don't you give us that? Well, we got two new PUBG newses um, on the PC specifically. Um, we've got a couple of things changing how the game's going to progress. Um, and also how it's affecting the servers. So the game's going to progress differently because the blue zone is going to be slower but deadlier. Um, this is to make it less clunky and, and less likely that the zone's going to kill you and to force more player engagement so that it's it's more gunfights, more, more interactions, I guess, with the players, not just dying to the zone, which I do a lot. So I'm grateful for this. Um, it's So basically, they're going to slightly decrease the waiting time of the blue zones in the mid to late phase of the match. Um, they're going to decrease the shrinking, shrinking speed of the blue zones in mid to late phase. Um, so they'll move at a slower speed. And the, the travel time of the, of the blue zones has slightly increased. So I don't really exactly know how that translates, because that sounds like a contradiction to me. But I'm excited to see the change in game. Isn't that, um, and isn't that just like longer time between timers but when the time when it's actually started moving it go faster is that so it says the blue zone moves at a slower speed but it also so the travel time is slightly increased it's that i mean to me that's the same thing it's moving at a slower speed the travel time is I'm, increased like i guess i don't i'm guessing that means that the timer between between movements is is uh longer but then once mm. it actually starts moving, it's it's faster. So it gives, it's gonna move faster. Yeah, it sure. gives you more time to plan out your thing than when it actually starts going. Right, um, and then the the last blue zone um, is gonna have increased damage, which I'm thinking they did so that it's harder for you to like use a med kit or a first aid kit to out survive your your opponent, which I've seen in a few games. It's kind of bullshit. It's 
really cool to watch because it's, it's hard to time. Um, but I've seen a match where it was one person versus another person in the last zone and it started to close. So the person stepped into the blue zone for a split second to take damage and then started metting as soon as the blue zone was supposed to close in. So then by the time it hit him and he was chunked to like a quarter health, he went back to full health with the med kit and then did it again. And he just out survived the other person, which is dumb but they're making it harder to do that i'm guessing so that it's it's like you're forced to go into a gunfight not you know whoever's eliminated first loses so that should help with more player interaction so that'll be fun um and then the other one is um they're removing guns from the starting area um this is specifically in the first map because in the new map um the mexican map they don't have them the already. desert map Let's, yeah, let's it's in Mexico. It. <laughs> I don't know, because the, the first one is in Russia and the second one is in Mexico. Like, that's... True. Their names are, like, okay. so on the Mexico map, they don't have guns. <laughs> I don't regret that. That's not, like, hateful. Like, that's... <laughs> Russia, I don't it's, it's a fact. Where it's where the it Mexico is. map, yeah. Mexico map, yeah. On the Mexico map, they already don't have it, um, <laughs> but they're going to remove it from the Russia, Russian map as well because it's easier on the servers, and they're also planning on having different starting zones so that not all 99 to 100 people are in one tiny spot. Um, they're going to have multiple starting areas so that it's a little bit easier on the server and easier on the people loading in as well. Um, so that should be pretty awesome. I'm excited for that because I don't like loading in really slowly and just hearing gunshots all around me all the time. Like That's kind of irritating, especially when I, I'm having trouble loading in. So hopefully this alleviates that problem um, and makes it a little bit more accessible to more people so that'll be pretty exciting um i think i think that uh spreading them out is nice uh server load uh issue but removing the guns entirely like for new players who who haven't been playing the entire time like that area gives them a way to try out the guns um well and that's i think originally what the design was for yeah but the problem now is like whoever's loading in first gets to go around and just spam bullets so like the whole purpose of it was kind of eliminated so i understand why they're removing it like the original idea behind it was really good but it's it wasn't executed very well so people just like one of my teammates likes to just rush over to the crossbow and shoot us in the face with crossbow <laughs> bolts so that when we are falling, we can see the crossbow <clears throat> bolts in our face and our peripherals and just in the way. It's a fun way to troll your team, but like it's it's you know it's not as effective as it's supposed to be. Yeah, so. it, it would be nice if they took that area and and as it is and just made it like a shooting range area that you can access by yourself so you can yeah, try out like all a, the guns. Yeah, like like um, like a, a testing thing that you can choose to load into and specifically go and test out the guns. That would be nice because, yeah. like, whenever I find a car 98K, I'm just like, I don't know how to use this gun. I find it once every, like, 50 matches, so I don't know how to deal with it. Yeah, and, and by the time, like, if, you, if you're not experienced with gun handling in that game, uh, like, when you're in a firefight, you don't have time to learn. You like if they if they know how to shoot and you don't you're dead you you get exactly. no practice so that have, having some sort of area if not if not in the loading area in a separate deal so that people can practice the guns should be there but I can understand removing it from the actual like everybody's here this is hard on the servers mm-hmm. um but we have some other news Epic Games 
is shutting down Paragon. Oh, man, this was so weird. Uh, this is such a weird story. This is a crossover of both Teddy and Darien territory. Epic Games, Epic Games makes Fortnite, and Paragon is a MOBA. Oh, my gosh. Well, I also have played Paragon. Oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Fine. That's more Teddy territory. <laughs> I uh, do find it weird, too, though. It's like... It's I... weird. There's never been... As far as I'm aware, like I don't think there's ever been a case exactly like this, where it's a big multiplayer game. They have a community, like they've been building the game together, and then the the story is that they are shutting the game down. They're also offering full refunds. That's I honestly didn't uh, like care that much about Paragon. I wasn't gonna include it, but I feel like the fact that they're giving full refunds needs to be mentioned. I mean, also the fact that they're shutting it down is insane. I mean, the game's not out. It, just, it yeah, never it's came out. Yet. It's been in early access, like, this whole time. And, like, it has a dedicated community. People, like, really were into it. But, I I mean, I it, basically they were like, it comes down to the reality that a, another one of our products is doing better and we need to put our resources there. Which is, like, I mean, it makes sense, but also, like, so they're really? like, fuck Paragon, we're going to focus on Fortnite, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. That's dumb. But I mean, honestly, when I think about it, like Riot Games has one game, League of yeah, Legends. They exactly. don't have any other games. So I can't really blame them. Like coming yeah. from a MOBA perspective, like, I mean, there's a lot of balancing and, and a lot of effort that goes into yeah. taking care of a MOBA and keeping it active and healthy and and. and progressing um so for a game like fortnite to come into the into their focus it's probably good for them to just switch over to it instead of try to like divide their stuff like that would that would eventually mean death for their game in a way less uh i guess um respectful way yes i mean for paragon to grow it needed more resources and more people to work on it but it wasn't growing and it wasn't providing the revenue that they needed. So they decided the game that is growing, they're going to put the people that were working on the like failing, which is like, it wasn't bombing, you know, it was still doing okay. But in comparison to Fortnite, which was like blowing up, they were like, I guess we have to put these people over here, which is just crazy. But I'm, I'm sad to see it go. I liked Paragon mechanically. I think that game feel, it feels like a third person shooter with some of the characters and it's a MOBA, like it's very much a MOBA, um, and it it did a really good job, like with controllers, it felt great, um, but it still captured that feel. But my complaint was the same complaint I have with most MOBAs was that, like, you know how in League games are forty five minutes average, an hour long. Mm-hmm. Like when I was playing, I'm sure it changed because of like different metas. But when I was playing Paragon, the games were commonly an hour. Like, most of the games I played were an hour, and I'm like, geez, man, like, really? So I, I just, I couldn't do it. But it's a good game. Paragon was good. I like the verticality of it. Uh, it's sad to see it go. Um, really weird. Yeah. yeah at, at, least they're doing, at least they're doing right by their community and offering full refunds. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. That's Yeah, that's really awesome of them. Probably because they can afford it because Fortnite is just exploding. Yeah, they can afford it, and they also know that, like, out of the amount of people that spent money on that, the amount of people that are going to see this news story and see that they are offering full refunds is going to be way less. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm sure there are a ton of 
uh, casual people that saw it on the store, saw the Founders Pack, and was like, oh, that, that looks cool, 40 bucks, 20 bucks, sure. And then they played it a little bit and never went back to it. So, like, that's, yep. that's it. They got their 20 bucks. So. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's an uh, interesting bit of news. Another thing is Facebook is, I mean, Facebook's already in the live streaming business. Uh, you'll see people, pop, you'll see like uh, moms pop up and be like, oh, look at look at my live stream. I'm selling makeup or just, <laughs> yeah, I, that's like 90% of the like so-and-so's live streaming. I, I see like people selling their Sensi or whatever like biz, uh, businesses they do um but facebook is trying to incentivize gamers uh live streamers to stream on play their games on facebook uh by offering monetization um which will allow people to uh donate to the streamer uh tip tip their streamer uh through facebook um Right now, it's it's uh, super basic. Um, doo -doo -doo. They don't have like subscribing or um, anything like that. Um, they just have basic tipping, and it's not available to everybody yet. They're just testing it yeah. out, but they're hoping in the future that they'll be able to implement and and basically be a competitor for YouTube and Twitch. Which, I mean, I could see them doing it not for gaming so much. Uh, I said this when everyone was talking about YouTube gaming. I'll say it again. Good luck dethroning yeah. Twitch. I feel like, like YouTube gaming hasn't really like they've. No. There's a few. I mean, it has out, its audience, like, but they, they, I know a few like bigger YouTubers that use it for exactly. their live streams and stuff. But they're already like established. Like I haven't. I, I've never. Yeah, I don't know. I, ju I just feel like it's not good to to dethrone Twitch. Twitch. You need to come out with all of the features that Twitch has and more. And then some. Yeah. Yeah, so and, you, and you can't start <laughs> below them. Everyone's going to laugh and just keep going with what they have. Yeah. You have to start at them and then go more. Like, I don't know. Um, there's so many people that are trying to compete, and it's like maybe in the long run, one of these is just slowly going to take over. I mean, Mixer's getting more popular. Like, I guess some people, like, the, the thing is, is, like, as time goes on, there's more people that want to stream in general. So there's, like, there's more chance for people to go to other platforms so. yeah mm -hmm. i don't know good good luck it's very interesting very interesting uh, it's well we'll check back in a year yeah i <laughs> right. i don't associate the facebook audience with the kind of audience who, who would accept uh gaming live streams so i right. i can't see that being successful and when you've got well, a to be fair, they already have, like, I mean, IGN does their live streams on Facebook as well as IGN and YouTube. Or, I, actually, yeah, IGN, Twitch, YouTube as well. Um, so, I mean, there but is an audience. But those are all established but... platforms. Yeah, exactly. People are, are they're, that's, a, I mean, that's experiencing overflow from those websites that are already established. Yeah, like, I just don't think it's safe to say that the Facebook audience isn't for that, like, I'm on Facebook. I use Facebook. Yeah, but I don't, know. I don't use Facebook <laughs> for that. Would you want to watch a live stream on Facebook? Sometimes it pops up. IGN's pops up, and I watch a couple of minutes because it's just there. Right. Like just I don't know. Does, but I never. Yeah. I don't make a point to like. Oh, yeah, this for person's sure. streaming. And I don't think like, that's ever going to happen until yeah. like the long maybe future. You know? Maybe. Yeah. I, I think oh, there's well. people who might be starting who will go. 
hey, here's a new community that I can establish myself on, and that that might be something, but it seems like Mixer or YouTube would be a better choice than Facebook. Um, Okay, this is really cool. Nintendo reveals Labo, a do-it-yourself, build-and-play experience for the Switch. Basically, so that people have talked about it since the Switch was first announced with the the way the Switch controllers work of just kind of clipping on there. Like people were like, are they going to make custom controllers for games that can just slide in? And it turns out, no, they're going to give you cardboard to put your controller in. Teddy, Teddy, <laughs> Teddy's showing off that you can switch. Slide the it's pretty impressive. Okay. It's really neat. Uh, I feel yeah, like by the time this them. comes out, this is going to be super old news, so I don't really think we need to elaborate too much on it, because I feel like yeah, everybody... Nintendo Labo, Nintendo has the confidence to be weird again. They're yep. being real weird, being Just real Nintendo kind of with this. Um, I, I don't know. If I was a kid, I would love this. It's, su- it's, def- it's for kids and for kids at heart, they said like before, it even, before they even announced it. Um, right. That like, it makes sense. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna get it. I'm not super excited, but I will say the main thing. It, I love the idea, but like, it's, it's cardboard. Yeah, like cardboard. <laughs> I don't. I don't no think plastic? I trust Maybe like placing like, uh, my switch in this cardboard thing you're selling me. Like, I just I've seen I like the see... backpack or whatever, and I'm just like, yeah. there's no fucking way that I would put my switch in that. Like, I don't see happening. how some kid isn't gonna get it. Put on the robot thing and then fall onto his couch and break it and be right. like oh well gotta go spend 70 bucks or whatever for an- another one and i guess that's where they're gonna make all their money but right. i imagine it's sturdy cardboard it's not that you know you can yeah. you can have very thick cardboard yes. but just the like they've shown the innards of those things and it looks like it will take hours to assemble it but yeah. i will say the fact, like, I'm watching the little, just a gif of the backpack, and they just have the Wiimote just kind of stuck in there, and it can sense all of your movements because of it. And I don't, I don't know how they made it work, just the, like, ingenuity to make the Joy-Con just figure it all out is insane for all of these. Yeah. The, the piano, how it can tell the individual piano keys is buck wild, but... It is definitely like a gimmick. It is something that very small group is going to check out. I will yeah. be excited to see people play with it, but you know, I, I, I ain't rich, dog. I, I, I feel like yeah, it's gonna it's gonna kind of. I feel like the way that it's gonna happen is just the same way that it was announced when it first comes out when when it's first available. Whoever can is going to get their hands on it. They're going to rush to it. They're going to cover it. You know, everybody's going to have it, whatever. But then it's going to die down pretty quickly. Because, like, the news, when they first announced it, for, like, the first three days, I could not go on Twitter because all I would see was Nintendo Labo and references to Nintendo Labo. And I was like, okay, I get it. This is coming. Cool. But then after that, it's like, well, I've seen a few posts here and there, but it's pretty much died the excitement has died down i feel like when it comes out it's going to be a similar thing because there's once everything's discovered and i feel like a lot of it's already been revealed the only fun you're going to have with it is experiencing it yourself so i i feel i don't like... even think everyone's gonna get on it 
Like I'm not I, gonna I think get on it. The the media <laughs> is gonna get on it. And parents yeah. and kids and like some people just to like mess around with it. But like mm-hmm. I feel like the majority of people are just gonna ignore it. Like I right. I I saw a lot of people talking about it for the first couple of days as well, but uh, most of it, mo- a lot of, maybe not most, but a lot of people that were talking about it were just like, this is cool. You know, not sure if I'm going to get it, but it's cool. You know, if I was a kid, I would love this, that type mm-hmm. of stuff. So I I hope kids have a blast with this. I hope they run around, be a robot, you know, be fun. I would have loved to have done that. I really like how Still it can. works. It's it like the robot thing takes mo- motion control to the tenth degree of just like, you punch. It and, literally like has strings attached yeah. to the thing and all that. It's crazy, but yeah, cool. it's cool. The, right now, their their product line consists of two kits: the variety kit, which includes the house, which I don't know what that is, the RC car, the fishing rod, the motorbike, and the piano, and. We've seen mostly the the actual cardboard stuff. We haven't seen how any, like, are the games actually fun? I think that is really what's going to matter. If the games are fun, maybe people buy it for that extra gameplay mechanic. But if they're not fun, it really doesn't matter. And the robot kit, which is just the robot suit, um, which is a very big thing. And that one is $7.99. Now... They in the little trailer they did show off some other labo creations which are not featured in any of these two kits. So we'll probably see other kits down the line, but unless it does really Depending. well, yeah, yeah, unless it does really well, we'll probably. We won't so see it looks cool, looks all gimmicky, looks for for kids, which is fine. But let's talk about something industry changing. That's not how you would say that, but still. This is this could very well change the entire video game industry because it's crazy, y'all. Xbox Game Pass came out and said that they that, well, Larry Herb, Major Nelson came out and said that the Xbox Game Pass will feature all Microsoft Studio Xbox exclusives on the day they launch. So if you pay ten dollars a month, like okay, let's say you pay for Game Pass for a year, right? That's hundred and twenty bucks. That is the price of two $60 games. And with that, you are getting Sea of Thieves on the day it comes out. State of Decay 2 and Crackdown 3 and whatever else they want to launch this year. And also, uh, over 100 games. I uh, got uh, Game Pass the day they announced this. And I went on and downloaded a bunch of games and I like went through the list. I downloaded like 15 games that I was all like, oh yeah, this one, I've heard this is great. I've heard this is really good. They had all of the Gears of War, which, you know, I've, I've played them all, but like, if you pay 10 bucks and spend a month, you can go through the entirety of Gears of War, like even with four, four is on there. Uh, Game Pass is insane and it's a great deal and I'm very excited because now I'm going to get to play uh, Sea of Thieves and State of Decay when I wasn't sure about it before and uh, PlayStation, please, but they're never going to and that's okay, I guess. I wasn't, is it viewers? Never mind. Nope, never mind. Uh, PlayStation not. Now is something similar, go. but you stream the games. Oh. Whereas Game Pass, you literally, it's just like a list of games you can download. Whereas oh. Now is like the streaming service, which has latency, which sure. I use PlayStation yeah, Now. Great. I used it for uh, The Walking Dead Season 1, uh, the PS3 version, even though I had played the PS4 version because I wanted another Platinum. And okay. it's a free oh my platinum. God. And I used the seven-day free trial to get that. 
Nice. <laughs> so Giant Bomb made a very interesting point about this. How this will affect DLC. Because, yeah. because I mean, they... I mean, it's so cheap. Like, yeah. So, they so got to do other things. It would. It is more economical. It would make more sense for people to just, you know, get the game uh, pass when they want to play a first-party game. So, are, yeah. is is Microsoft going to assume that people are going to be getting their games that way? And if so, like, do you, how does DLC work? Like, do you have to buy the DLC for a game you don't technically own? You're basically renting it. For the for this thing, and then you have to buy the DLC. Are they going to be trying? I will to- say at a discount. Game Pass, like if you if there's a game on Game Pass and you're playing it, they also tell you when it's going to expire, like when it's going to be off the service, and then you can buy it for like I think it's like ten percent or twenty, not twenty percent, but like ten percent off. They give you a discount, and you can buy it. So if you are having fun with the game, and then you know it's going to leave, then you can you can buy it, which is good. Yeah, it'll, it'll definitely be uh, interesting. How that? Yeah, this. If this sets a trend, it could be have huge waves. In, the thing in the is, game. is I don't think it's going to because, like, I don't think the other the other companies don't need to do this. Uh, and Xbox, I don't even think needed to do this. I know that they're like behind Sony and all that, but like, this is crazy. Like, just calm down. You don't you don't have to do this. It's okay. But uh, they did it anyways. So who knows? I think I think it could um, influence other people in the future, but I don't think PlayStation or, or Nintendo are gonna do anything like this anywhere anytime soon. N- Nintendo isn't. Yeah, Nintendo doesn't even no. have their virtual console. They're not doing shit. Nintendo but... doesn't even have their online service up and running yeah. that they said would be in 2018. Uh, but if this sells Xboxes, then that's really what Microsoft needs. Yeah. Um, we have we have an additional okay. story. Yeah, added. this is an additional one that's literally going to take me like two seconds because I'm going to say, uh, this Tuesday, which by the time this comes out, the by past. the time this comes out, uh, it will it will have already been out, and all of these details will be out, and I'm sure we'll talk about them next time, or I will. Uh, they're having the official blizzard battle for azeroth which is the next world of warcraft expansion um q a when with ian hazakostas who i believe is the game director of um world of warcraft and they're sitting down and having the q a which most people believe that this is where a lot of the community thinks this is where they're going to announce the pre-purchase and the alpha dates uh when they're going to start the closed alpha and also a lot of people think that the alliance uh oh man what what is it called allied races the allied races which are like variants of some of the races you can play like you can the, you're going to be able to play as like i think one of them's like a high mountain um and stuff like that um one of them is a void elf which looks crazy but yeah so you can play as these allied races and a lot of people were theorizing that they were going to come with the pre-purchase uh for battle for azeroth so maybe they'll talk about that a little bit i'm very excited about it and uh maybe dates probably not dates but uh yeah so i'll i'll let you know next show okay uh can you also let me know what i'm doing with my cereal (laughs) so you're pouring the cereal now into the bowl that has the spoon in it, right? So you're pouring it in there. Um, Wait, then... I was supposed to put the, the the spoon in the bowl? 
it's optional. You can, you don't have to. Uh, you can wait until the cereal's in there. That's fine. Um, but you pour the cereal in, and then you open your fridge. You get the two percent milk out of the fridge, right? Oh, okay. I'd... No other types of milk are allowed here. I wasn't told to pick that up in the ingredients list. Mmm, you're right. You're right. I effed up. Okay, I'm gonna need you to drive to Walmart to again. Go <laughs> back to Walmart. Get a gallon of two percent milk. Come on back. Pour it in. Two percent. Two percent. No other milk will work. I'm not making this. Two percent, and then you what fill kind of it milk up. Do you like, use? Say the bowl is I like this. I just use one percent. Mm. Say the bowl is like this. You fill the milk. The cereals like to here, right? It's great the milk for the audio listeners. Like there. Okay, so cereal about three fourths, milk about a little over a half, okay. right? Um, and then you you dip, you dunk some of the cereal in there, and you you take a spoonful and you enjoy. Okay. That's about it. Well, well, Darren, do you have any anything else to add to make that cereal better? That this dish better? Don't get the cereal to eat it. Go get Lucky Charms instead. But then it's not gaming inspired. I would agree though. Just Lucky Charms is pretty good. Just get the box <laughs> and look at it as you're eating Lucky Charms and be like, "This is the Mario cereal." <laughs> That's great advice. That's great advice. Bryce is going to get something. Yeah, oh, Bryce got some. Hey, there you go. <laughs> He's, he was snapping me updates. It was great. There you go. And, and now he can't put his earbuds back in. <laughs> I um, did get... Yeah, he, he's ready for the dish. I did get Super Mario cereal. It is very bad. Do not eat this food. <laughs> Sorry, Nintendo. And Sorry, I led you wrong, gross. guys. Here's the scan the amiibo deal. Just have that. Don't just just take your switch to the grocery store and just push it against the thing. Because I bet this someone's done that. Tasted bad. Oh yeah, I I know people who did that. <laughs> That's <laughs> shitty. Okay, ready for moving on. Uh, topic of the show. Dots, 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 dots. Which oh. is gonna be shorter because I said I had to cut off at nine o'clock and it's nine o'clock. Okay. Yeah, we gotta move uh, it. With uh, Paragon uh, shutting down and other like big game, like uh, big game shutting down, will often shut down an entire developer. Do you think it is harder for AAA games to thrive in this generation? No. Okay, Darian. I think I think there. I... Here, go ahead. I don't have an opinion. Okay, or... Teddy. So I think there are more AAA games than ever coming out constantly. Like I, I think there's more of an audience for games, like which also means there's going to be more examples of failure. Um, but I think overall we've seen way more successes of success stories of AAA games coming out than than failures. Like, come on, son. Uh, like some of the failures would be um, Fable Legends shut down Lionhead Studios. They, they canceled that game. They shut down that studio. Um, but, like, some of the successes are, you know, all of the Call of Duties, like, most of the stuff that Ubisoft puts out, like, in general. Like, there hasn't been... The only flop I can uh, remember from Ubisoft from recent memory is For Honor. And they're still shoveling money into that. They're coming out with dedicated servers recently. Like, but most of Ubisoft stuff, even if it doesn't land originally at launch they continue to support it until like it has a massive audience like heh, massive studios they develop the division uh, <laughs> um 
so yeah, no, I don't, I don't think so. I think there's, you see, and also um, with social media and stuff, you, you just see more, more examples of it now than you would have before. I suppose. I, f- I feel like the indie audience, indie games are doing very, very well, especially with yeah. Switch. And it seems like every, it seems it's a lot easier to make an indie game successful. I mean, it uh, obviously, sure. I mean, it has a smaller team. It, it takes more, less also, to be successful, but. Yeah, I, if you're looking at the whole of AAA games that are successful to the whole of indie games that are successful, AAA way surpasses because indie games come out every day on your phone and on steam and like there are so many there are so few success stories of indie games in comparison to how many come out like all the time uh compared like stardew valley is a very you know a, a rare case compared to you know watchdogs and shadow of war like those are pretty common if you look at the types of games they are i suppose so, i don't know yeah i mean you yeah you definitely do see shutdowns but i mean yeah, if you if you probably figure out last three years the amount of uh, games who have succeeded versus the amount that have utterly failed, uh, it's probably way more successes than failures. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, that, glass half full, you know. It it does it does really <laughs> suck when like, uh, frick, uh, Andromeda, um, yeah, whatever that series, Mass, Mass Effect, Effect Andromeda. Yeah, that that. Uh, I thought game you were st- trying to think of Bioware Edmonton or yeah, whatever. No. However you but, say that. Well, that didn't that game tank that uh, studio. The studio. Yeah. yeah, it did. So yeah, it seems it seems like when when a AAA game fails, it'll it'll also, really fail. I'm pretty sure Edmonton didn't close, but they like sent most of the people working at Edmonton to work at um, and like the the main studio that is now working on Anthem. I thought most of them got laid off and then they just kind of pushed. I'm pretty sure most of them, uh, they they moved most of them to Anthem and laid off some. I hope so. Not 100% on that. I hope that most of them got transitioned over over to Anthem. And I will, since we're talking about, uh, Anthem did get uh, pushed back to 2019. So That's true. Who would have seen that coming? Darian. Literally everyone. That Uh, game was not coming out in 2018. So, Darian, talk about that for a second while I try and check the questions. There, okay. Talk about what? Uh, your favorite AAA game that has failed horribly. Okay. <laughs> Whoa! There's no, there's no questions. You know, I can't think of any off the top of my head. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so, do you... <laughs> moving on to questions. Do you want to be part of the show? Go to readysetgamecast.com slash submit <laughs> to submit a question, comment, or your favorite type of cat for us to read on the show. Hairless. Just kidding. Those are horrifying. What? No. Sphinxes are best cat. Hairless cats give me nightmares. Oh my god. I want a sphinx cat so bad. Okay. Send- I'm getting one. I guilted David into getting me one. <laughs> Oh my god! So we're going How many to have a like rats? <laughs> They're so cute, Ugh. and you can put little clothes on them. Oh, and they and... look like old ladies too. Their faces all wrinkled. They're so cute. How many animals do you have right now? Three. We're planning on getting a bird and a snake, and a sphinx cat in the future. I saw a dog at work today. Somebody came and wanted to eat at the restaurant. We had to open the patio for him because they had a dog. And it was like this big old basset hound and like floppy ears. It was great. 
It was great. I got to pet a dog at work today. It was a pretty good day. Those are the best days. So uh, <laughs> stay tuned for future episodes of We Bought a Zoo starring Darian. <laughs> <laughs> One day I'm going to have basically a zoo of animals. Apparently. There's so many different animals that I want. Uh, but there was surprisingly about- no questions. Uh, Yuri, I guess was was sleeping well, on Yuri this one. Gives us six questions for one Yuri's episode. Yuri's probably out of questions. <laughs> yeah. like, they've answered everything at this point. <laughs> I don't know why he doesn't space them out. Just ask one a week, and then you have them for eternity. You know. That's what we should he do. He just needs our opinions just right now. That's true. We could have done that ourselves. <laughs> well, he asked the questions. I want to give him his answers as soon as possible. But with no mm. questions, that moves us on to housekeeping. Remember, go to readysetgamecast.com for links to the podcast on all your favorite podcast services, including iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, as well as the video version on YouTube. If you like the show... Please, subscribe, rate, and review it on iTunes and Stitcher. It helps us grow and become more powerful. Did Your finger just popped? Week? No, no it, my, my finger is flexing. Oh. Both of my elbows popped. Oh, that was you? Okay. Yeah. Uh, hey, Darian, where can people find you? At my house. Gross. But don't. But yeah, but don't. I mean, you can't. What's that address? <laughs> About that. Um, I twitch.tv forward slash dexterity, but it's spelled wrong. And also twitch to, er, <laughs> but Instagram and my Facebook and YouTube and Twitter. Uh, yeah, those are the ones. Teddy Chairs. Uh, Twitch. Oh, oh, what? Dexterity.com. Oh, yeah. I have a website now. Dexterity.com. It's fancy. Teddy Chineris. Um, On twitch.tv slash Teddy Chineris, but not nearly as much as I used to. Because holy shit, college is kicking my ass and I'm working more than usual this semester. Um, So far, it's come to like I'm streaming basically Tuesday nights, Wednesday nights, uh, but Wednesdays are kind of up in the air. Thursdays, definitely. Fridays, definitely. And Saturdays. So usually it's like four days a week. Um, it, unless I did math wrong, which is why I'm struggling in math. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so just go to twitch.tv slash Click the Discord link in the announcements channel every night before I go live or before uh, it gets close to night. I'll say if I'm going to be uh, if I'm gonna be live or not. Or just um, uh, click on... The follow thing, click the little down thing, and click notifications. Sure. So you'll get a little, sure, you, little notification. You can do that too. Um, do it. And also, twitter.com slash Teddy Chinera. So you can also look it up on YouTube. I really want to put a video on YouTube. Like, I've, I haven't edited something in so long. I want to actually edit something, but I have no time. And the time that I do have, I stream. Want to edit this podcast? Not that. No. <laughs> okay. No, I'll pass on that one. Uh, yeah, that's where you can find me. You can also find me at your local Dunkin' Donuts. Bagel Boy. So, I have a lot of things to promote this time. It's a restaurant. Um, so me and, uh, Beckers have started a video game company slash podcast called Game Mate Corp, uh, where we, uh talk about uh, video game ideas and uh, how they'll make awesome video games. 
Uh, we put up episode zero of the podcast on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash lastgeek, uh, where we talk about such things as uh, someone having to get you home on time by any means necessary, uh, Mario and Sonic kissing, and Sims Go, which may or may not involve kidnapping people. I'm sure Mario and Sonic have already kissed. Well, probably in so- somewhere they have kissed. Uh, but go on uh, YouTube and check that out. It'll eventually be on iTunes uh, once we have some more episodes to put on there. Um, I am also very, very close to releasing my zombie story podcast called Dead Air. Uh, I have a Patreon set up for it. Uh, Patreon.com slash Dead Air. So if you want to throw me a couple dollars over there, uh, maybe you'll have your name on the an episode um, and get episodes early and all the cool stuff. Uh, I so, just want to be in it. So check that out. <laughs> uh, but otherwise, uh, stay tuned for or just check out all of, all of my ramblings on Twitter at Last Geek. Uh, once again, YouTube.com slash Last Geek. LastGeek.com. Um Instagram is Last Geek Plays, and my Twitch is Last Geek Plays. Uh, but I think that's all the projects I'm working on right now. Um, so that concludes this episode of Ready Set Gamecast. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Watch Marvel's Runaways on Hulu. It's really good. Bye.